I don't know what to say. How can we make things better? It only takes a few beams of light to dispel the dark. Today's episode is based on a question that a listener and patron named Earl sent in. He says, I'm deeply concerned about the climate crisis facing our world. How can I address that crisis most powerfully? Thanks for joining me today for another episode of my podcast. If you don't know, and if you do know, I'm going to say it anyway. I'm your host, Lightning Lucas, and you're listening to episode 97 of... What we do on this show is listen to two of my songs each episode. One's usually old and one is new and... There's Well, there's always something new. Today there's two new things because I uh, pretty heavily edited an old song and then I also wrote a brand new one. We're going to jump right in with the brand new one. It's called Redder and Redder. And I just want to read a quote from one of Eckhart Tolle's books called A New Earth because it relates to my answer to Earl's question, which is, My answer is basically, I don't have a great answer, but here's the Eckhart Tolle quote. To see one's predicament clearly is a first step toward going beyond it. Okay, here's Redder and Redder, which I wrote this week while thinking about how I might answer Earl's question. It only takes a few drops of blood To attract the shark It only takes a few beams of light To dispel the dark Redder, redder. 
drops of blood to attract the shark. It only takes a few beams of light to dispel the dark. A few thoughts on that song. First of all, because I write funny songs as well, I run the risk of having a line about attracting sharks being taken as a funny line, but it's not meant like that in this song. It, um, I guess there's two lines about blood in the water, and that is just an image that really came to mind thinking about Earl's question because... We really all are complicit and have blood on our hands. And uh, somehow blood in the water felt like a better image because the, the guilt is sort of spreading out. And part of the problem as I see it is that spreading out factor. It's the tragedy of the commons that we all feel like it's our right to graze our cow in that common field and then the field that can only handle 10 cows now has 15 cows in it and before long no one will be able to graze any cows there. Perhaps I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it in a little more depth than I think I ever would have told it before. In high school, my environmental science teacher, Mr. Hoover, had us play this board game about fishing. And so we divided up into teams in the class and played this board game that lasted like three class periods so it took over the course of three days and first he gave us a pretty detailed rules list that we were supposed to read and so we all sort of skimmed it and then the first two days of playing the board game were honestly kind of boring we were just sending our ships into the water to catch fish and well, I can't remember if there were ships or boats. Like, I don't remember how big it was, but I think it was based on the ocean. So I think it was probably ships. But that is kind of neither here nor there. The point is, we went out and we caught fish in the board game. And everybody was happy and catching more and more fish each round. Unfortunately, by the third day there were no more fish to be caught. And that's how I learned about the tragedy of the commons. Okay, moving on from that, I want to point towards some actual experts in the climate change field. I'm guessing that you, Earl, already know about this, but some other listeners who are interested in your question may not. 
know about it. Uh, there's an organization called the Anabaptist Climate Collaborative. They used to have another longer name that I can't even remember. But and now I guess the acronym is ACC, which to me is the Atlantic Coast Conference, a sports conference. But all acronyms pretty much stand for multiple things. So you can search Anabaptist Climate Collaborative on Google and you will find the website, which I will also link to in the show notes at holdthatnote.net. But the page that I am interested in sharing with you is sustainableclimatesolutions.org slash resources. And two of the resources I'd like to highlight, well, three, let's go with three. One is the carbon tax calculator, which can help you figure out how to give something to offset your carbon footprint. Now, I don't think this is the solution in and of itself, but I think it may be a part of the solution. I don't really think we should all just assuage our own guilt and say, you know what, I'm paying extra for my cow that I have in this field that can't handle this many cows. So anyway, carbon tax calculator. Probably not the best solution, but maybe part of the solution. Another thing I want to mention is the Shifting Climates podcast. You can just put that in your podcast app and it will pull it right up. Uh, it's by some friends of mine. It's really well done, so check it out. I will also link to it in the show notes at holdthatnote.net. And the third resource that's also on that resources website page is an election resource, which I haven't actually even clicked, but I'm assuming that it helps you figure out what candidates are strong in the climate change department. And I do think voting is another thing that relates to the tragedy of the commons. You often see a kind of cartoon where millions of people are all saying, my vote doesn't count. Okay, let's move on to our second song of the day. It's called Reverse Entropy, and it came out a year or two ago and was actually new on the show, and now I went back and improved it drastically, although it's a bunch of small changes, so you probably won't notice. So how can that be drastically? Well, it is. Uh, you can go look it up earlier on the show if you want. I probably won't edit the original episode it was in. And it's actually also available on one of the albums on lightninglucas.com. I don't even remember which album but I will update the track on that album to this better version. The song is about a question. Can we be a force of reverse entropy, making things better all the time? So I felt like that related to Earl's question. I think we need to chip away at climate change. On the other hand... We also need to be willing to take some big steps when the time is right. 
and I guess it's difficult to discern what those big steps are. Here's reverse entropy. seek our bliss but we expect to miss caught off guard trying to move things gravity has such patience leaving no boulder standing still it's so hard to improve things depravity's always waiting of reverse entropy making things better all the time making things better all the time I know now everything falls apart it all seems doomed from the start but everyone take heart we can always make our art Caught off guard trying to move things Gravity has such patience Leaving no boulder standing still It's so hard to improve things Depravity's always waiting To roll the rock back down the hill Can we be of reverse entropy making things better all the time making things better all the time Making things better all the time, making things better 
time Making things better all the time Not to be too much of a humanist, but humans caused climate change and humans are going to have to clean it up. But we really don't know exactly what's going to happen. The reality is people were saying that there was going to be too much horse poop in New York City and no one was going to be able to function with so much horse poop everywhere. And then, of course, the automobile came along, and that was no longer an issue. So now we essentially have the excrement from the vehicles to deal with. And no, I'm not saying that you should buy a Tesla. Maybe you should buy an e-bike, though. Okay, here's a ditty expressing my gratitude to my patrons. And then there will be a brief outro. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for your generosity. I could not make music like I do if it weren't for people like you. In conclusion, I'd like to encourage you to make some changes in your life that could be small steps in combating climate change. One thing you could do is take the one mile challenge, which is a commitment to walk or bike everywhere within one mile of your home. If, uh, if you're older, maybe you could do the quarter-mile challenge. I don't know. Uh, or the half-mile challenge. But anyway, that's something that's been valuable in my life. Uh, whatever decisions that you make, you could keep in mind this Eckhart Tolle quote. One decision changes your entire reality, but that one decision you have to make again and again and again. I'm your host, Lightning Lucas. This has been another episode of Hold That Note. Your call to action for today is to please subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you get notifications when new episodes drop. Have a good one. You've been listening to Hold That